So someone took my cup. Hmm. Try that again. Someone took my parking spot today. Um, so a thing about me is I don't drive. I don't have a car. But I have a parking spot. And someone took it. And when this happens, without uh, some people where I live, if they want to use my parking spot, they ask me. And they're very nice about it. Because we live in a society. <laughs> um, but sometimes, and I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's usually um, la- <laughs> laborers, <laughs> um, laborsmen. Um, it is it is usually people of a trade, um, and not always. No, yeah, yeah. Um, and they just they just they just park their van because they're like, there you go. It's convenient for me. And the reason it's a source of some conflict within me is because I don't need it. And so it's that it's that bit of my brain. It's like, I don't need it, but it's mine. And it's it's not the it's not the use that I object to. It's the, you know, not asking. And so then that brings up all sorts of things like Am I going to get a post-it note or a or a piece of paper and go and write something and stick it, you know, in there, uh, the windscreen wiper thing? I've never done that, you know. Is that a thing I'm going to do? Probably not, because I think they were outside, and I didn't want to have that altercation. Um, but you know, it, it, then you start going. But let's be reasonable. Again, I'm not using it. If I were to use it, if if I knew, if, you know, if someone was coming, then I'd say, all right, lads, sorry, but this is about to be used and it's my parking spot. So do you mind shifting? And then that becomes a different issue. And I'm sure I am positive they would say, yeah, sorry. You know, um, whereas, of course, if you come out with the with the, uh, the furious, you know, righteous, furious anger or whatever it is righteous vengeance then you know you're not going to be met with that kind of reaction you know they'll probably still move but it's like then you know i don't know they'll spit in your girders or something um more to the point it's not nice (laughs) you know and again it's 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 one of those weird things it's like I, i caught this behavior in myself and i think i think it can come to many of us at different times and different people have different aspects of this but I caught this. I got a very cheap upgrade to first class on a just on a train uh, on the way back from a conference. It was a few years ago, and I just thought, you know what, <sighs> I'm going to stretch out a little bit, get a bit of Wi-Fi to live this life. I mean, it really, you know, there wasn't that much of a, of a difference, but I did. I, I sat there and I watched Jonathan Strange and Mister Norrell on my on my uh, probably a little iPad or something that I would have had at the time. And a gentleman came in to charge his phone. And then, I can't remember, did he start? I think he might have started talking on the phone. And obviously not, you know, I was the only one in first class as well, I think. And he came in and, you know, plugged his phone in, was just, you know, sitting around by his phone. And it's one of those where you just go, ah, you're not supposed to be in here and you are not at all bothering me. 
you are not impinging on my life whatsoever. This dude just needs to charge his phone. He's, you know, he might have had a day. He might be, he might just, he needs to charge his phone. That's okay. You know what I mean? It's, it's, there's, there's one part of you that's like, you've paid for this upgrade uh, so that you can sit here. This, this person hasn't. And then the other's like, dude's just trying to charge his phone. You know what I mean? What are you going to do? These, 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 these thoughts are sailors. Hi, welcome. Uh, this is uh, the lighthouse, and this is how this is what we're going to do for the next uh, half an hour or so. Is just uh, have ourselves a little bit of company, a little bit of time together. I hope that's all right. Um, yeah, if you're new, you are extraordinarily welcome. And uh, this this is this is what's going to happen um, for the next uh, for the next bit of time. It's an idea born out of. Very like I, I keep catching myself very much just doing the things that I want to see in the world that I would want for myself, and it's weird how much. In some ways, I kind of shy away from that, and I kind of go, I shouldn't admit that. I was thinking about that today, talking to someone about sort of um, people who end up doing special, extraordinary things, even on a small scale, but just out of the ordinary things because of a trauma, a past trauma, you know, an event in their life. And I was thinking about that and thinking one of the things that that came to mind with with this little project is what I've been saying to people is, and I think I said it yesterday, um, I do no prep. Well, actually, that's not true. I do, do, um, because I want to know what I'm going to come to you with um, today. But I do very little prep and no editing, just a bit of trimming. And so it's like I do no prep except for the 39 years I've spent being a human being. And that's the 39 years specifically being this particular mark in this particular body and all, you know, and the things he's experienced that makes him want to create a space of this sort of, you know, this this space of just kindness and warmth and company and... It's all okay. Um, my friend uh, Anna has this uh, this thing uh, that, that she keeps near near her, and it's um, everything is already and always okay. I believe that's I, th- I think that's the right way around. I think that's the right phrasing. And yeah, it's it's just this this idea that it's it's it was already okay and it's always okay. It's it's just it's it's okay. It's just stuff and layers on top of it you know it's like don't smell the sweat the small stuff and it's all small stuff um there's some there's something there's something in that but yeah so i this is this is a space for just um yeah it's uh a smash mouth said we're just looking for a wall to crash into that's a um it's a couple of albums of theirs i return to i know i listen to smash mouth um and i like them Sorry, I I grew up, I came up um, in a, like I was I was the right age for when Smash Mouth were out. Um, well, certainly for All Star, and I really enjoyed All Star, and then got that album and really enjoyed, well pirated it because it was the early two thousands, uh, and really enjoyed the album, and then you know I re- remembered hearing Walking on the Sun and going. Oh, that's that's a cool song. It was, you know, this this back because there there was a time, and I don't know what it was like in the states, but in the UK there was a time 
in the sort of late nineties, early two thousands, where "Walking on the Sun" was a cool song, and it was a, an idea that they were a cool band. Um, because it is quite a cool, you know, it's and it was I think it was used in ads, and it's you know, you know, it's a got a cool little bass, and it's yeah, got that kind of mid nineties feel there right now, you know, and it's it's kind of a cool little number. And then, and then, like it's, and then it's Smash Mouth and Sam, you know. Then it's that guy. It's that guy who goes Sam. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but the those the the album that uh, "Looking for a Wall to Crash Into" that lyric comes from is an album that was uh, imaginatively entitled Smash Mouth. Um, and then the album before that was. Ooh, now let's remember. So it went Fushu Mang, and there was a there was a sort of a sessions before that, which my friend bought me. Um, but there's Fushu Mang, then there was Astro Lounge, and then there's the one that's got Holiday in My Head in it and Pacific Coast Party. What is the name of that album? Ooh, I can't remember. Get the picture? No, no. Oh no, that is Smash Mouth. Right. Okay. Yes. So that third album is Smash Mouth. That's the one that's got yeah. Holiday in my head and a couple of others. I believe that is Smash Mouth. Then the next one is Get the Picture. That's the one that's got looking for a wall to crash into. Good. I'm glad. Listen, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad we. I'm glad we got that. Glad we got that sorted. Um, why did I start talking about Smash Mouth? Because uh, we're because we're looking for a wall to crash into. That's what we do here. We're just. It's this is a space to to fall into. It's a big. It's a big um, pillowy, cushiony sofa. That, that is very forgiving and you can really just like get in there and make a good old ass groove in the in the upholstery right that's that's what you do here if you were a cat you'd be getting in there with the claws and just come 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 just you know get getting getting all all comfy in there and rubbing your scent in and stuff like that's what we do here you are welcome come and wipe your feet uh, on the way in <laughs> and then on the way out. Uh, so yes, that is, uh, that's, that's the deal. So why don't we take a moment as we, as we have been doing for, for the last few days and, and I hope we will continue to do is let's have a little moment and uh, check in with ourselves, see how we're doing. So again, I think I, uh, I had a weird day for motivation. I got up and I had a talk. So I was talking, I think yesterday I mentioned that I was, I was trying to write this presentation. Um, and this sort of, I I was originally going to just deliver it as like a little talk, uh, just, you know, on zoom and just have some notes and then talk. And then in the evening, I just thought, you know what, let's, let's, let's do, let's do the keynote thing. And so I, you know, knocked up some slides. Already had the the outline, so I just did that, and that was all fine. And then I came and chatted to you. And so I delivered that this morning, and uh, it, you know, as I'm recording, and it all went fine, I, I think. But oof, I, I, so I think I talked about this before. This this notion of like I just start stuff, and then I kind of worry about it later. Like how how is it? How was it perceived? Um. And so I had the same things like I did the thing and then I was just like racked with this sense of like, I, and I often am like the, the equivalent of where my flies undone or did I have a giant bogey hanging off my nose or, you know, something. And yeah, that, that sort of didn't, in the end I just had to sort of crack on with some other stuff just to get it out of my head. 
Um, but I did uh, have a disastrous Wordle again this morning. I'm not. Do- I'm having a really terrible run of Wordle. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I'm doing very, very badly. It was voice today. Um. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was a. It was a. It was a. Yeah. I'm. I'm really annoyed. I. I. I did not. I DNF'd. I did not finish. Really annoyed. I got the I in the C and the E and uh, and just couldn't make those other. T- I know two letters. Couldn't make them. Couldn't think of voice. And yet, it is my stock in trade. It is what I. It is my currency. Is what I deal with on a day to day basis. Nah. Oh, anyway, we were checking him. Sorry, I've I've done all this. Of here's me yapping on, and I haven't asked you how you, how you doing. So uh, yes, let's have a let's have a little moment. For, you know, checking with yourself. Feel feel whatever you need to feel today, um, and and know that uh, everything is always and already okay. Um, but yeah, take a moment and uh, ask yourself how you're feeling. I'm going to do something a little bit different today. Um, I'm going to play. Uh, I'm going to play a little game. Well, I mean, I'm going to read to you uh, uh, the sort of the rounds of a game, and um, you can decide how to play it yourself. I I'm not going to tell you what I. Pick. It's it's a it's an A or B choice. Um, I think what I will do is I will tell you what, just for funsies, I will tell you what the the percentage of of what everybody else picked. So this is absurd trolley problems. So you are aware like the the, fir- the first one here will will set us up, right? So um oh no, it says a trolley is heading towards five people. You can pull the lever to divert it to the other track, killing one person instead. What do you do? So it's this you know the the, the uh ethical sort of um hypothetical problem uh depicted very well in was it the very beginning of the second season of the it uh, the it crowd the the good place or was it first season anyway yes it's in the good place they they do that a lot and it's it's very visceral (laughs) um but yes so um it's yeah it's it's the question of do you pull the lever to divert uh and kill one person um or do you yeah kill okay so i'm going to make my choice i think the obvious choice uh which is the one 99 uh oh actually no 79 percent of people choose um to pull the lever okay oh no a trolley let's see how many we get through so do maybe uh I don't know, five, five, ten minutes of this. Let's see how we go. Oh, no, a trolley is headed towards five people. You can pull the lever to divert it to the other track, killing four people instead. What do you do? So you can kill five people or you can kill four people. And, I okay, I can, oh, no, can I do the maths? I think I can do the maths. 33% that doesn't seem right. I think that's right. Thirty-three percent agree with you. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, and sixty-six. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. So um, now I have to remember what I what I what I chose. But sixty-seven percent of people would pull the lever to kill four people as opposed to five. Okay. Oh no! A trolley is headed towards five people. 
You can pull the lever to divert it to the other track, but then your life savings will be destroyed. What do you do? Okay, so pull the lever, destroy your life savings. Don't pull the lever, kill five people. 70% of people would pull the lever, it seems. And I, I say this with no judgment. Um, I, you know, I, I just, this is, this is, I'm just, hey, I'm just reporting the news, right? Oh no, a trolley is heading towards five people. You can pull the lever to divert it to the other track, sacrificing yourself instead. What do you do? Kill five people or... Mm. Okay. And I'm going to make my choice. Which uh, which uh, which tells us so. Thirty nine percent would pull the lever. Sixty one percent would not. Where do you fall on that one? Oh no! A trolley is headed towards five people. You can pull the lever to divert it to the track, but then the original copy of the Mona Lisa will be destroyed. What do you do? And to that one, eighty six percent of people would destroy. La Jaconde. Oh no, a trolley is headed towards five people. Sorry, uh, (laughs) I just read that. It's not actually. Oh no, a trolley is headed towards a rich man. The rich man offers you $500,000 to pull the lever, which would divert the trolley and kill someone else. What do you do? If I were a rich man, make your selection now. All day long, I'd not pull the lever. Um. <laughs> so, 38% would pull the lever. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, no. A trolley is headed towards five lobsters. You can pull the lever to divert it to the other track, running over a cat instead. What do you do? Lobster, 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 lobster. Okay. 89% of people would do nothing. 13% would pull the lever and kill. Come on. It's quite a lot. It's quite a high percentage, isn't it? Oh, no. A trolley is headed towards five people who are sleeping and won't feel pain. You can pull the lever to divert it to the other track, running over someone who is wide awake instead. What do you do? And this is where some of these... So some of these are absurd, obviously. Uh, and some of these get into a bit more, hmm, you know. So as we progress, we'll do we'll do a couple more, and I might start missing some because you know we can have a bit of fun here, but let's not get too, you know. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a weird one, isn't it? All right, I've made my choice, and we'll move on from that one. So. Uh, this one is, I think we will not do that one. (laughs) Uh, this, this, this one's silly. It's literally just like pull the lever and it makes the train go faster or not. And I was really surprised actually. Um, so the lever just speeds up the trolley, which might make it less painful. What do you do? Um, and you know, 
seems to me you'd it seems to me you'd pull the lever, but apparently thirty two percent don't. Um Oh no, a trolley is headed towards one guy. You can pull the lever to divert it to the other track, but then your Amazon package will be late. What do you do? <laughs> yeah. So uh, 88% of people would um, pull the lever, which is good to know. Sorry, Prime. Uh, so yes, anyway, that's... Um, we 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 can we can start to get into a few more that are that are a bit dark, but that that took us to level twelve. I I previously I got to level fifteen where I was like, oh no, this one's actually testing my morals. <laughs> like I haven't been tested really too much so far, uh, but some of them actually get quite uh, you know, ooh, they can really they can really, and I wasn't ready to actually have a moral quandary. Um, but yeah, if you, if you like the, uh, if you like the sound of that, then, um, there is a link, uh, in the show notes to, uh, play that game yourself. Uh, but it is neil.fun. That's N E A L dot fun. Um, and it is the, uh, absurd trolley problems game. I don't know how many levels he's, he's made. Um, but, uh, I, uh, I wish him well. So, Having a chat today, and been thinking about a couple of things. So, having a chat today about like commitments and discipline, and this idea of because discipline is something that that I think about as something that I don't think I have, and I don't know don't know where you fall on this. Do you feel like you are someone who has self-discipline or who are who is just disciplined? And I don't know that I am. I I can get into routines. But a routine isn't the same as a discipline. You know what I mean? A discipline is just like I'm in it, I'm doing it. The closest I got and I kind of wish I was there again if I'm honest is 20 I think it must have been 2014. I got into running. After years of never never be feeling like I could do it, never feeling able to do it, and honestly, all it was was never having the right footwear. That's genuinely all it, all it really was. And not, you know, starting in the right way of, you know, doing it, not running slowly, but, you know, doing a whatever... 30 seconds and then pausing and 30 seconds on and yeah, all that stuff. Um, the day, the day I actually got, the day I actually ran a full half hour unbroken was a, sort of a surprise to me because I'd done my 15 minutes and then I think uh, my phone or whatever might have said, you, you can, you can walk now. And I was like, no, you know what? What if I just cracked on? And I did. And it was a, it was a great, it was a great sense of achievement and felt really good. And so that's, that there is a routine, but not necessarily discipline because it's, it's really hard to find a discipline for something that you don't particularly want to do. And this, this was the thing. 
I didn't particularly want to go running, but it just felt like something I should do because I was trying to lose weight at the time. And, you know, the the reason I brought it up as, as a discipline, though, the closest I got was... I'd got into I'd got into it and I was building this sort of healthy habit, this healthy routine. And I'd do it first thing in the morning because I worked I worked for a living. I had a you know a job that I'd commute to, um, and so right early in the morning, like five thirty in the morning, I would get up. I would do the previous night's dishes. That's now something I do, um, you know, the night of, uh, as opposed to the morning the morning after. But uh, yeah, I would do the dishes. Um, and I'd listen to a podcast and I'd make a coffee and I'd sit and do a bit of headspace and drink my coffee and lace up my shoes and get out there and hit the pavement. And I had my little routine, well, my little um, route that I would run. And when I started, it was they were pretty dark mornings because it was nearing the dead of winter. But I had... I had podcasts, I had audio books, Serial uh, was just getting big at that time. Um, and so I was listening to that. I, I vividly remember hearing about Adnan Saeed um, while I'm running around this little park where I used to live. And I got into that and then I went to Germany on on business, on business with my boss. And... We were there for, I think we stayed one night. I think we might have traveled. Maybe it was two nights. Um, but I remember the, the next day um, getting up and finding the hotel gym, which was nothing. I, I'd never done anything like that before. Never. I've been in gyms before, but, you know, like, I'm I'm sort of on holiday and I'm on a business trip and I went and I I did my run. I don't think I was thinking about there's a streak that I want to hit. I didn't have an Apple Watch because they didn't exist yet. Or they weren't out yet. They might have been announced, but they weren't out. No, I don't even think they existed yet. Um, I might have had a Fitbit. I was probably tracking it, but I wasn't obsessing. I don't remember it, it feeling like uh, I've got to do this, otherwise I'll lose some kind of streak or whatever. It just felt like, yeah, no, this will be a good thing to do. And I and I went and I and I went on the treadmill for half an hour or whatever. And I know, like to anyone who exercises, this is nothing. But I hope you'll appreciate my candor. Um, and then you know, one thing led to another, and it's it's. These are routines I've got in and out of. You know, I've done the couch to 5K quite a few times. The last time I did it was was 2020. And quite successfully, like I, I was running 5Ks uh, or, or running unbroken for half an hour and getting sort of back up to, uh, you know, being able to maybe do 5K in half an hour. I used to be able to do it just about 5K in half an hour. Um, and I ended up then doing... A challenge. Uh, so Macmillan, the cancer. I think it was Macmillan. Yeah, they they're the ones who do all the different like run your own event things, and they they had this running challenge in 2020, and it was run a 5k every day for 10 days. I think. I think that's what it was. Run a 5k every day for 10 days, and 
you know, you raise money and all that stuff. And I raised a bit of money. I can't remember how much it was, but someone, I think, in in the industry, <laughs> back when I used to be in the industry, back when I used to be Mark Stedman, kicked in some 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 wedge uh, and and really boosted up the totalizer there. Um, but it was a really lovely, lovely thing. I mean, I, I there were days when I absolutely hated it, um, but there was a day I remember very specifically because it was a really interesting moment of I was working, 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 working very hard. This was in, I think it was August, and I was working furiously because I had a big deadline, self-imposed deadline for a big work thing. And I was looking outside my window as I am now and sort of watching the day go by and I haven't gone out yet. And I knew I was going to at some point and kept putting it off and oh, I can't go out now because there's this and then, and then the weather, it's like the the heavens absolutely opened and I was like, well, I'm going out because I'm not going to break this streak because I've decided I've set my mind to it. I'm not going to break this streak. And I went out and I had this conversation with my brain like, because, uh, you know, I laced up my uh, my shoes and I went out and with every drop of rain, I got a little bit more determined and I dug my heels in a little bit more and it ended up being a bit of a horrible run. I was being taunted by some kids who I ended up flipping off. I flipped them the bird. The Because every time I pass around them or they saw me, you know, um, they would you know, jeer and stuff and it's like, well, you know, what are you doing with your life? But also they're kids. Um and uh, I've got thin skin. What can I say? And then when I when I finally I had to run through them in order to get home because they were at the bus stop, and I had to run through them. And uh, I ended up running through them. Got heard the, heard the jeers. I had my headphones on, so I don't know what what else they were saying. Turned back on them and just flipped them the double bird and carried on. Anyway, I was absolutely soaked, and it was like by the way, it was thunder and lightning, thunder and lightning and rain, and. I, I'd done this because I said I knew if I didn't, I would torture myself. I knew if I didn't do it, I would have a real good go at myself and tell myself that, you know, you gave up or you you should have gone earlier and all these things, right? All the, the, the negative self-talk. So I was like, no, I've got to go out because then I can cancel that voice. So I went out, came back, proud that I'd done it, but then also absolutely negative self-talk that was stupid you shouldn't have done that that was i could have been irresponsible you could have hurt yourself you could have you could have caught something you know and it's like at that moment i just went jacques brain like we we can't i can't win can i right okay i get your number now um but it's interesting how we can get into certain commitments or we can make commitments and we can make these things we can build healthy habits but often they're sort of made of a thin, you know, a thin paper and, and they're very easily collapsed because I did that. And then I took like a day rest or a couple of days rest, not much. And then I was back out again and then I'd, I'd done some sort of injury um, that, that meant I was off. That was it. I was, that was done. It took ages to heal. It was, uh, it was, uh, I'd actually done my metatarsal. It was metatarsalgia. Uh, the doctor said, um, I mean, he, didn't, you know, this is all still over the phone, but, you know, I tend to go with what doctors say. Um, and he said, yeah, it's metatarsalgia. And uh, yeah, it was, it was, um, 
and that and that sort of put paid to that and then i kind of was getting back into it and then i was listening to a podcast and someone was talking about how they'd been really really um careful where they were and then they'd caught the rona and i was just heading out the door and i just did the abe simpson like putting his hat down on the coat rack, seeing Bart Simpson, t- picking his hat up and walking out the door again in, in one cylindrical movement. I sort of did that and was like, nope. And then bought an exercise bike, which we talked about yesterday. Um, so I'm really interested to to get into commitments and how we how we change our minds. And I've done some work on this. I actually did some work on this that, uh, last year now. I can't believe it was last year. This seems so long ago. Um, and I did a whole, I had a whole session with a guy, like I paid some, you know, money to have a whole session with a guy, uh, to, to try and get into a mindset. And it's like, I don't know how you people, I don't know how people do it. I really don't like, you know, engender these, these big changes for, for, for big things. Like I can get out and I could probably do some running again, but it's not going to, you know, it's one of those, like. It's probably not going to solve my problem, but you know what it probably will do. And and this is, you know, again, I say these things out loud because, yes, they help myself. But then also I, help, I hope that they can be of use to other people. It's like, you know, because if it's a like a weight loss thing, then exercise actually isn't that great for weight loss. Um, it's all about diet, but then puts you in a mindset. And that's the point. It's getting in a mindset. And so, I don't know, kind of just telling myself now that perhaps it's time. Perhaps it's time to just go out and uh, maybe do, maybe start the couch to 5k again and it's going to be hard. Oh dear, because there's a lot of me now. I think there's a bit more of me now than there was maybe uh, two years ago. But, uh, you know, if you don't if you don't start, you don't finish or something. I don't know. But if you've got any tips, again, we're helping each other. You're helping me. Um... Uh, hopefully and i i will help i will help you you're un- under no obligation but if you've got any tips i don't mean like exercise tips um yeah like I, and i i really i genuinely think it, if i'm honest like I, I probably don't need tips so i think what it has to come down to is you have to know what your intrinsic motivation is and we could get into some stuff which i won't go down because you know as much as yes i'm uh whatever you know I'm, I'm i'm trying to to help myself and help others uh i i'm not going to burden you with a bunch of psycho stuff um but you know there's things but you uh i think yeah once you tap into the intrinsic motivation behind wanting to do something then it becomes much easier to do that thing doesn't it um you know we've talked about all sorts of things in terms of habits or whatever like whatever it is if you find that intrinsic motivation and if you don't, then you become, it's like, well, I should. And nothing that's ever based on should is ever going to last. Just doesn't. Um, at least I don't think so. Not if you have this particular brain. Anyway, we've gone a little bit long. I hope that was, uh, I don't know, useful. But as I say, you know, you can tune me out. I'm just here for you. I'm just here and I will continue to be here that is my job my job is to be here and to remind you should you need reminding uh, as we uh, as i grapple for my device so that we can uh, we can close out our time together with a little uh, 
our little prayer. Um, I uh, will invite you if you want to. I know you should take your eyes off if you don't do that. Um, but maybe close your eyes if it's safe to do so, and uh, have a have a sit down or a lie down. Get yourself really lovely and comfortable. Work out that arse groove in the sofa of this uh, of this program. And uh, you there, within the sound of my voice, as long as you can hear me, you exist. And because you exist, you are entitled to love and to be free from pain. You are connected. You are wanted. You are welcome. <laughs>